This audio is from the archive of Rhett Bartlett. Two, one. Interview with Jack Dyer Jr. September the 3rd, approximately 12.30, 2001, with Rhett Bartlett. Just shut in, I just put that there. Put that there. What you do, don't worry, trust me. All right. Now, just ask the usual questions that I ask everyone else. Okay. But if you don't want to answer the questions, you don't have to. Yeah, as long as it doesn't incriminate anyone. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've had about four of the people who I interviewed said that. As long as it doesn't incriminate anyone, it, it doesn't. But I always start off by saying, can you state your date of birth and your place of birth, please? Uh, 15th to the 12th, 40. Um, Richmond, and I forget the hospital. That's right. Epworth Hospital. But you're born, you're born actually in Richmond? Born in Richmond, Richmond yes. So you're Richmond born and bred? Richmond born and bred. Did you go to Richmond as a kid? Yes, but I didn't take much interest in football as a kid. I, okay. I uh, never, never thought about playing football till I went to one of the brother's schools and they made you play sport. So you were forced to play football? Yeah, by the brothers, no one else. Dad never forced me to play football, so okay. that's the way. Did you have a different interest rather than football? Or? No, no, I just wasn't interested in sport or football, which is wrong, yeah. but that's the way it was. Yeah. So Dad had a bit of a problem with me, wanting me to play sport. <laughs> so there you go. Right, so they, 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 you had to play sport for the, uh, for the school? Yeah. 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 So which school was that for? That was uh, CBC St Kilda. And for a person who didn't want to play football, how, how, did, you, how, did, you, how did you go in your younger years? Oh, what, you mean once I went, went to the brothers? Yeah. Oh, well, it was different, you know, because you start to get friends with other guys and mm. they play football and that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're, uh, that's the way it went there. So your dad wasn't disappointed that... Not, not really, you know, he never ever pushed me to play football that's or right. play uh, any sort of sport. Yeah, yeah. So, in hindsight, I wish he had it because maybe I would have been better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made a yeah, yeah, so I, when, I, when I did start playing footy at the school, I also joined the East and Kilda YCW, and that was part of the school, the old boys. Right. And I played footy for them for about three years. Right. And what um, position were you mainly with that team? Played in the ruck. In the ruck, okay. At five foot eleven. So you're pretty tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, five foot eleven. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty tall for your age. <laughs> Were you the t tallest of the of the kids? No, not no, not oh, really. Okay. You know, there's a couple of guys six yeah. foot two. Uh, yeah, so. Now, you, your father would have still been playing football at this stage, I guess. No, so that was around about 1956. Okay. Do you remember seeing? Oh, I think uh, from the time that I could remember, because. Yeah. As a kid, everyone would come up to you and say, oh, you're going to play football like your father. You probably caught the same oh, thing. Okay. Still uh, used to drive me up the wall, you know. So, yeah. What was the answer you would say? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, I, I used to say, I was that shy. I used to say anything. I was very shy as a kid. Yeah. Right. So they knew who your father was? And yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that would have been a bit difficult then, playing football, the expectation. No, once I got, got into it and I got to know these guys that I played YCW football with, mm. you know, it sort of came easy then. Actually, Dad came and coached the, the team that I played for. Uh, the first year I played, I think we lost the first nine games of that season, and Dad came along and took over as coach, and we won the next, I think we just missed out on the four. The next year we won the Premiership, and the year after that we won the Premiership. So it was a really good... Uh, I didn't realise your dad coached premierships, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he coached Richmond to a yeah. premiership in 1943. So he, you know, 
But anyway, it was good, you know, because all I, I still see a lot of those guys I played for okay. with in the YCW. So was it strange playing in the football team that your dad was coaching? No, no, he. he uh, did he treat you differently than no? Always if if I wasn't that. getting the kick, he pulled me off the ground. You know, so he didn't muck around. You'll be there going there. Yeah, yeah and uh, no, it was good. Good yeah. playing under him. Yeah, it was great. So how did you handle the attention? That um, I think I was. Or were you pretty? As you said, were you pretty shy and, and low key about it? That it didn't worry you, or no, it didn't worry me. As I said, once I started playing YCW, I had those mates that were around me. Hmm. And they were a great help because uh, anything that happened, if uh, blokes had, you know, try to run you over or pick on you, you'd always have a backstop. So it didn't worry me one bit. Did, did your dad teach you the fine art of kicking or anything like that? No, no, he didn't. Uh, He's wanted to drop punts or anything. Yeah, like that? Oh, you know, I used to know how to do a drop punt, but I wasn't a good kick playing footy. But uh, no, he was just the fundamentals of football. Keep your eye on the ball, you know, protect yourself at all times. That type of thing, that's what he could. Because we were only juniors, really. We were under, under 17, mm. under 16, under 18. So the more you played football, the more you liked it? Yeah, the more I got into the um, camaraderie of uh, playing with the guys and going out with them and that type of thing. Mm. And uh, the more I enjoyed it. And uh, I think I was lucky enough in 1958, I won the best and fairest in the undefeated year, oh, yeah. and that's when I got an entree to go down to play with Richmond Third. I was going to ask, how did yeah. you, you end up at, at Punt Road? Yeah, well, that happened, I think it was in those days, the secretary was Maury Fleming, and he yeah. came up Maury to watch the, the game. And well, we would have been good friends of Jackson. Yeah, and uh, I got a letter from the footy club asking me to come in and train with the third, so, which I did. Gee, that would have been a big step. Oh yeah, you know. Richmond yeah. for a guy who wasn't interested in football. But the funny part about it, most <laughs> of the guys that were down at Richmond Thirds, when I was playing football for East and Kilda YCW, we used to play Richmond YCW, and there was about five or six guys from uh, Richmond YCW that were playing with Richmond Thirds, so I knew them, ah. like the Ricky Twins and uh, you know folks like that. So, oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't like I, I didn't know anyone when yeah. I was down there. All right. Mm. So I was comforting to know that there are those there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have a Did you have a football hero? Was it dead? Oh, yeah, I'm so dead. <laughs> the guy I did admire watching was Billy Barrett. After I finished playing yeah. football, you know. Yeah. I and as you said, he was in that team photo. That team photo of the seconds, which I was in, which I didn't remember. And uh, I loved uh, getting a copy of it. Did you Did you wear your dad's number when you were young? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, when I was playing junior football, didn't. But when I got to Richmond, they sort of with or what I'm not um, with the third or so, I think I was more number six or something like mm -hmm. that. But then I made the list the next year mm -hmm. and I got number seventeen. Mm -hmm. So when you went to Richmond there in the first, when you went to Richmond there in the thirds, did, did anyone come up to you and say, look, we, you know, we, we know your father and the expectations we've got of you, or? Or did they just let, let you be and just let you play your own football? No, they sort of just let me yeah, be, play right. my own football. So they didn't keep reminding you of, of the legacy that no, you played no, or no, anything like that? No, there was a, there was a couple of uh, weeks when I was playing for thirds, I got put into the seconds. Right. You oh, know, okay. they weren't good teams in those days, so anyone could go with the seconds. I was going to say, what were they like back <laughs> Yeah, they weren't that good. So, uh, yeah, so I had a couple of uh, second games. Yeah. Uh, you know, that year I played for the Thirds. So. Yeah. Were you still living in Richmond at this stage? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So not far from the ground? Uh, well, uh, yeah, still was living in Richmond then, not far from the ground. So the Thirds weren't that powerful or weren't that pretty good? 
weren't that good enough team, were they? The thirds, originally. The thirds? Yeah. Well, the, the previous year, I think they won the premiership right. in 57. Yeah. So, all those guys must have become over age and left. Right. So that's how I got it. Did anyone else move up the ranks with you? Any oh, there was a few yeah. that, uh, you know, that I first started off with, like in the seconds, like Roger Dean and, um, oh, there were some top players. Oh, Mike Patterson, um, you know, I'd say there'd be 8, 9, yeah. 10 or 12. Billy Barrett, yeah. 15 players that made the seniors. A lot of them played in their, like, in their good years right. that I played with in the Richmond seconds. Okay. Like in the late 60s, they were still going. Yeah. 67, 66. Richardson, you know, and all yeah. that sort of guys. Yeah. Still going, he's still going strong boys. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I don't know where he is he was, now. He was, I saw him at training actually. He came down to watch training a few months ago actually. Oh right. Does he still live in Tassie? Um, no, I'm under the impression he lives in. Yeah, well, I was pretty good mates with Paul Richardson. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Mike Patterson. How, how did you, how did you get to training? I think I used to. Uh, I think I used to walk. Yeah. I think I walked for training, yeah, yeah, until I turned 18 and then um, I got a licence and drove that thing 200 yards. Drove 200 yards to training. Yeah, so. Well, you would have picked up a few teammates on the way, probably. And no, no, yeah. straight to training, into it. What was training like back then? Was it anything? Oh, it's easy, easy. <laughs> used to do, yeah, I think we used to do four laps and uh, the kick the kick and then we'd do a little bit of. Uh, chase the ball sort of thing and a few sprints and a couple of hours it'd get dark and then in you'd come. Because the, the ground wouldn't have had lights, would no, it? No, no, not in those days. So as soon as it was dark, you're, you're yeah, off? Yeah, that's right. And what, any weight training inside? or we Oh, there's a bit of weight training yeah. and that sort of thing and that um, American 5BX or whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And what was, what was Punt Road like? What was the actual ground, all the facilities like? Oh, terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. <laughs> but that's the way it was. It yeah. was like that for a hundred years, you know, it never yeah. changed. You, would, you wouldn't have had a gym or anything like that? Uh, no, no, it was just the main training room where you got changed. They used to make that into a gym with the weights and that sort of thing. Yeah. They're now talking about building a lap pool at the ground in, yeah, in between yeah, the two stands yeah, or something that's like right. that. That's yeah, right. You so wouldn't have had a lap pool in your day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think most of the league clubs didn't yeah. have updated uh, facilities like that anyway, so it was all even. Now, was it was at this stage when you were playing in the seconds or in the thirds? Was your, your father still around the club? Yes. Yeah, but he was tied up with his um, uh, like he worked for in those days, three uh, KZ or three XY. It was. Oh, that's right. So yeah. he was on tied up with you know his footy and uh, world of sport and that sort of thing. So was it strange watching seeing your dad on TV? No, no, no. <laughs> so you sort of grow up, grew up with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I think when television came in, Dad was one of the first guys to read out sort of league teams in a, a small format at one stage, and then he came into the world of sport mm. Thursday night type thing they used to do. Mm. Uh, so it just sort of was an ongoing thing that came naturally. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I can probably understand similar to me. You, you go home, you tell the TV, and there's Dad commentating. <laughs> you don't think two fingers off it, you know, oh, that's Dad commentating, whereas other people go, oh, I was watching yeah. your Dad commentating. Well, even now, it worked, you know might be a little thing that comes up in the paper and someone will say, oh, your dad got a mention in the paper yesterday, you know. But in those days when he was on television and that, you know, he used to get his photo in the paper nearly every day. And isn't it funny, you never see 
It's always someone else who sees the picture in the paper, never yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> See, Dad's picture in the paper? No. <laughs> what was that? Yesterday. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. So, would you go with him to to World of Sport or any of his TV shows or? Yeah, um, did, went to World of Sport a few times. Used to go to TV ringside with him when TV ringside started. You know, that yeah. was good. Organised um, chaos. It was. It was TV ringside. I remember. The first time I went, I think it was the opening night of TV Ringside, and Dad took me along. And uh, the last bout of the night, I think it was a fella called Kimfo Mafia was fighting someone. It's all ready to go, and um, the fight starts. And this other guy got knocked out in 30 seconds. And I could hear a, who was the guy? Uh, not Casey, but the guy that used to. He said, wouldn't it bug you? Because they didn't know how to fill in the rest of the time. <laughs> so they didn't think about the book guy getting knocked out. Before so, the end of the telecast. Yeah, yeah. So the, I think they filled in with a display boxing match or something. <laughs> well, yeah, welcome to television. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's how they used to do it in those days. You know, I'm surprised they didn't give him best of two, you know. Get back up, have another yeah, fight. Yeah, we'll yeah, give you another yeah. shot. Because that was popular in those days, that TV inside. It really took off. Have you seen that new publication that's out at the moment called The Heart of the Game? It's about 45 years of television, football television. No, no. That the, actually, I read in the paper today it was sold out. They, they put a book out, 45 years tracing the history of football on television. Right. And it was, it's quite a good book. And, uh, I, mean, I have seen it. I read today that it's all, all sold out. Is but, it? <laughs> they, they've got to do a reprint. Yeah. And they talk about yeah. World of Sport. So you went to World of Sport quite often. Oh, you know, maybe eight, nine times a year. Well, that's quite often, I suppose. How about on the radio? Uh, I used to go with Dad when I was about 15. I, um, I used to go and take the stats for him when I was about 15 or yeah. something like that. He used to sit down and he used to pick out, say, five players sure. and say, right, I want their marks, handballs yeah. and kicks, and that's all yeah. I used to do. Sounds exactly like what I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he was on the radio, he'd just follow those five. Yeah. And I, I can remember going to a Brownlow medal count with him and in those days it was the old VFL house yeah. and there used to be about, well, I'll say, seven um, radio commentators, there was no television in those days and then there'd be a, uh, an official from each club and they'd count the votes and, and I was sitting next door, I thought it was great because no one else was allowed in the room, you know, and, uh, it was really interesting, I can still remember that, it's not like it is now, you know, the big, uh, big do they put on now. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, none of the, the, the public would have been allowed in. No. Or no, no, none of your Dad, friends wouldn't have been no, allowed in. No, Dad smuggled me in, I think. He put me under his coat. Was it as boring as it looks now on the television? Yeah, it was, because, you know, you're sitting there and it's just boats coming out. <laughs> you know, was a, uh, did the, did the, the players also, were they there on the no, as well? No, there's no players there. I remember Roy Wright told me he was at his grandmother's. Yeah, his days said it, they'd ring him up and tell him that won the... Brownlow. He got a knock on the door and said, look, you've won the Brownlow. He said, I'm turning up. Yeah, you kidding yeah, me, aren't you? That's right. So all he would do was just listen, watch some guy read out the boats. Yeah, that would be a great big long table and all the <laughs> officials sitting around. They'd be pulling out the boats, the, um, you know, the president of the league and the vice president or whatever it was. Did Jack ever turn to you and say, look, oh, I should have won a Brownlow? No, no. no I, he did, he did once. He reckons when he first started, he... Uh, I think he finished fourth. Yeah, he, he did his knee with about ten games to go or eight games mm. to go, and he reckons that you know he would have won it that year because he was kicking goals off his knee. He kicked nine goals, and he reckons two he kicked with his knee. He was going that well. <laughs> he tells the story of the ball that goes through the point post and the bladder that goes through the goal post <laughs> and yeah. seven points. Or 
He had a story. He, was he always a storyteller? Did he always yes, have stories yes. to tell? I think uh, that was his gift. You know, he could always <laughs> tell a good story, and uh, he could get on with anybody. You know, it was, it was amazing all that. Now, if we can get back to, we've got about three minutes. Right. Okay. Might have to carry this over to another interview one day. The getting back to your career. Do you remember when they said to you that you're going to play senior football? No. Um, you must I have played well in the in the seniors leading up. Yeah, sorry, in the seconds leading yeah, up. Or? No, all of a sudden uh, I was picked on the bench or mm. something like that, and that was it. Yeah. Do you remember your first game? Yeah. Uh, round eleven versus St Kilda. That's correct. Nineteen sixty. Yeah. And I ran on. I, I ran onto the ground. I think it was just after half time. Yeah. They put me on. And I lined up on Lindsay Fox. That's Yeah, lined up on Lindsay Fox. And he was bigger and broader than I was, you know, he's a big guy. And uh, the ball came down, I ran out, I took a mark on the chest, turned around, I'm only 30 yards out, and I kicked the point. Your first kick of football? First kick of football. Well, that finished me. I think that ruined my football career. <laughs> was your dad watching that day? No, I don't think so. Right. There's not many people have kicked a goal with the. No, first no, kick in so football. Very disappointing. It would have been, would have been absolutely nervous as hell. Oh, it was. Oh, you know, did you do anything? Out, did you win? No. No? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think in those days, the Kilda were a good side. Yeah. So in total, how many senior games did you play? I think it was three. Right. But I didn't play any full games. I was on the bench the three times. Oh, I see. I, and I did you come on the field? I did each. come onto the field each time. Uh, we've got enough time. Let's go through each game. Well, I can't remember the other. <laughs> Round twelve versus Carlton the next week. We'll see, I can't remember. And round 16 versus South. South, yeah, I remember Which South. Which would have been your last game. Yeah, I, uh, they put me on a half-back flank, went onto the ground, and uh, I was playing on a guy called Gerald Crow, right. and he could run like the wind. And it's only in the last four years I've met Gerald Crow's son, out of the blue, and I said to him, your father could run like the wind. He said he should be. He'd come second in uh, one of those big gifts up the Like the store gift? The store gift. He'd come second in the store gift. I said, no wonder. I said, I was as slow as a wet week. Wonder if leave me for dead. In the, in the senior games, what position did you play? Mainly uh, ruck and back pocket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I did that in the seconds too. It was ruck and back pocket. And then, as you said... See, I was too small for a ruckman, so, and I didn't have the pace to uh, play in any other positions. So after I left Richmond, I went and played for Perrine for about oh, two years and, uh, and sort of gave footy away. And I knew you and gave it away. And, just concentrated on a little bit of golf, a little bit of running and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Never played any other sport. With your last game around 16, did you did you go back to the seconds? Or next year did you try again on the list? Well, or? probably I would have got put off the list then. All right. After that. I think that's what I thought your opportunity had, yes. had arisen. Yeah, you know, you'd had a fair go, so they said it's time you went, Jack. Would it have disappointed you? Oh, well, I, when I left Richmond, I sort of lost interest in football, you know what I mean? No, I, I didn't have the, the um, go in me mm. to play football. Like, I went to Paran and mm. played two years there, but I didn't, wasn't really mm. interested. Is it, did you want to go to Paran? Yes, yeah, I did want to okay. go to Paran because I had mates playing footy up there. So. Right. So maybe, would, did you lose interest in, in, in football after that third game and maybe... A, a decision between yourself and the committee and you just thought... Yeah, it was. To, it was sort of an amicable type thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. I knew I couldn't go any further, yeah. and uh, especially the position I played in and that sort of thing, you know. I didn't have the pace to play centre-half forward or that sort of thing. Yeah. Actually, one minute. Actually, the is there a newspaper article where Jack's presenting you with a, with a number 17 jumper? Uh, 
This audio is from the archive of Rhett Bartlett.